Anyone and who's the mom, Ian? Will you just simmer down, <laughs> ambassador? This is what it's like to watch <sighs> it with me, Ian. I'm sorry. <laughs> Captain Pod, Stardate 81921.9. Hello and welcome to the maiden voyage of the Starship Cinterprise. I am your captain, Ian Whittington, and this is our newly appointed ambassador, Danae Hughes. It's been Join so us. hard for me not to interrupt you the whole time. Why? Why are would you, you interrupt are you me? Oh, there's more. Okay, shh, shh. I'm not... This is why you're only an ambassador. Join us as we take a brief shore leave from the world of cinema sins to boldly go on a deep dive into the universe of Star Trek. Yeah! No, we're not done yet. In this first run of episodes... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done, I've checked out, I'm finished. Hi everyone! Um, yes, in this first run of episodes we're going to be covering off the first season of Star Trek Picard. Danae, now you can talk. Oh, okay. Or not, that's fine. We'll just, <laughs> we'll, just, <laughs> we'll just have a ton of dead air, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That works we're going to watch Picard. Um, I'm both nervous and excited about it because I don't want to disappoint anybody and I, I love Picard, the character, so, so much. And I hope I like it. You um, don't have to like it. So I know, I know, I know. I know the nervousness. I, know. I want to address that because that is anybody listening specifically from like the Star Trek Twitter fan universe. Specifically, why are you nervous? Because there is a nasty little trend of gatekeeperiness. Of mm. if you haven't watched every single minute of Star Trek, you're not a fan, and I despise it. So don't be well, nervous. Okay, so on the scale of fandom, I suppose if somebody is listening, going, where does Denae fall? I would probably not be considered a hardcore fan. I would be considered somebody who really, really enjoys it um, for so many reasons. Like I love uh, sci-fi, just the world of sci-fi and how creative somebody can be in writing about it or like creating the creatures that live in that world. And Star Trek was that place for me. So watching TNG growing up was like, that was my outlet for yeah. everything creative and inventive and sci-fi like. So my fan base, like where I am on the, on, is I respect it. I enjoy it, but I haven't watched all the content. So it's not, it's not, but I'm not the kind of person that gets really obsessed with something and is in it forever and has to consume everything related to it. I've never been that person. It's really, really hard for me to, I, I'm not a completist. So yeah, I'm the exact opposite. Thank you for calling me obsessed. That's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess there's different ways of it. Like, for for example, there are some people who are, when they enjoy something, they go out and, and everything related to it, they have to consume it. And it's kind of like an identity thing now. Right. Uh, which is great. And I love that. It could happen with your education. It could happen with, um, you know, entertainment material. The closest I've ever come to being the big fan is Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. After I watched, after I read the book, I went to the Silmarillion, and after I read the Silmarillion, oh dang, you read the Silmarillion? Mm -hmm. And then I went and I tried to find other content that would be kind of about that world. So then when the movie came out, I was of the mind that it, if it didn't end a very specific way, it wasn't real Lord of the Rings. Oh! And when it didn't happen that way, I almost left the theater. That's um, you. That's gatekeeping. It's not that my Lord me. of the Rings. And then and then I had like a breakthrough moment where I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just an, this is an artful interpretation yeah. based on one of my most favorite things I've ever consumed. But I haven't had that same experience with anything else. Like mm -hmm. and and maybe it's because it's not healthy for, for me. I don't know. Um, 
I'm I'm doing fine. Okay, I'm all right. I'm healthy. But like, I don't think I've seen all of the episodes of the Next Generation. No, I don't. No, I, I for yeah, sure not. haven't seen all of the movies. I don't remember a lot of the material. So that's why, like I said, when we were doing our introduction to the show, I'm really glad that you're here with me, so I can just stop and ask questions because I'm yeah, definitely going to get lost a few times. But I am a fan of the Next Generation, and I am a big fan of the characters that came from that. And mm-hmm. there's something really special about a show like TNG in that I think maybe everybody has, quote unquote, that show that they, quote unquote, ran home to see. Yeah. And TNG was it for me. I think my aunt was the one that loved Star Trek and really wanted me to watch it. So I may have to thank my aunt for this, but I would literally just anytime it was available, that was my preference to watch over anything. No, no Disney movies or Bambies or princesses. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Put me on uh, the Enterprise and I was super happy. That you're a, That's that's fan. Like you can watch one episode and love it. You're a fan. That, that probably makes you more of a fan than I am because I wasn't even... I, I was not, I mean, I wasn't even able to run home and watch it because I because was just a, a, a wee babby. Because I didn't, oh, yeah, I was on the streets. I had to watch Ian, TNG through I, like a window and just like whenever somebody spotted me, I would be like, no, oh, no, no. You had to dash away. Oh, no. Yeah, Did you really have to sad. like clean the window of like all the condensation from you as you're like, like steaming it up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me more. I don't remember. Was I watching reruns? So the original run was 1987 to 94 the next generation no i was probably watching it on tv then yeah yeah, yeah. i was just probably. slightly too too young to have done that it's o- it's okay people can know that i'm older than you it's fine. it's fine i was gonna try and bury that but it's okay the important thing is that you loved it i loved it i had i had my star trek crushes i learned riker. about all kinds of things yes riker of course riker. Woof. and picard himself come on yeah bald mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he you know he originally was gonna wear a toupee because gene roddenberry the creator didn't believe there would be bald people in the future so he was like, no one's gonna buy this, so you've gotta have a you've gotta have a hairpiece. See, isn't that interesting? Like the idea that in the future you've eliminated quote unquote bad things and that a bad thing is a bald thing. Like that's wrong. Especially that's- like a thing about inclusion and accepting all races and wow. everybody. But no, bald people fuck those guys. Yeah. Fuck them hard. They're not gonna exist. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Gene, what a I dick. We we also today is I didn't even realize, well, I did realize this, but this wasn't deliberate. This is the 100th birthday of Gene Roddenberry. Whoa. If he was still alive, it would be, he would be 100. So happy birthday, Mr. Roddenberry. And thank you for the Star Trek. That's why you just write stuff in your imagination, people, because you never know what it's going to turn into. Oh, my dad has this theory about Star Trek is that Star Trek wasn't created by anybody, but Gene Roddenberry and all of the writers, the production crew found the logs from the end enterprise and from starfleet that were sent into the past and just turned it into a tv show so (laughs) this is why there's so much detail and there's so much accuracy because we're just watching gene's interpretation of actual logs from the future and i stand by it I stand by I, it. I mean, I'll, I'm fine with that being the, yeah. the reality that we live in. I'm fine that with that. Works for me. Just waiting for that day. So before we take a trip to the holodeck and actually watch episode one, a little bit of context because you haven't seen the films and this this series heavily pulls from the final Star Trek TNG film, Nemesis. Okay, so you're going to have to help with that. If there's a reference uh-huh. that is made, we'll stop watching and you can kind of explain something to me. How about so that? what I'm going to do is I will explain 
explain things that you would know from the series and from the films, but not something that I didn't know going into it. So there's lots of stuff that they they trickle through that you don't know until the end. And then there's some bits where it's relying on you having a little bit of prior knowledge. Okay. I'm going to be very clear because we're going to make predictions. I have Mm -hmm. read nothing about Picard. I know nothing about what I'm going to be watching. I have zero context except for that I expect Picard will be in it. <laughs> like, do you have okay. any prediction and like any idea at all? I have no idea. No, I literally, I literally know nothing. I think I saw one image of a uh, uh, what is it called? The the grapevine stuff vineyard. I think vineyard, I saw yeah. one thing to do with the vineyard so and i know that that was impo- like i know he uh either went to a vineyard or wanted to have a vi- i don't remember well his family had a vineyard so and he was okay, raised okay, okay. on it so okay. that's always been important to him and all right. of the promo material for picard was based on that vineyard it didn't really go anywhere other than there so that's probably but i didn't even see promos I, oh, I haven't okay. watched a preview like i haven't seen a you know oh you've gone dicer on it and zero framed it but i don't watch tv i don't watch no, com- i don't see commercials so my job is to watch material and i don't usually just like scan through channels or anything uh so yeah i'm literally a blank slate except for i'm here for it i mean i don't know yeah. what's gonna happen yeah. but i'm here for it i'm so excited oh and i know there's gonna be a dog because you told me that's all i know <laughs> yes number one oh such a good dog the bestest boy so the only i'm gonna give you a couple of things that are gonna help that are important um okay. so the final star trek film nemesis spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen the film from 2003 data dies at the very very end of it so he sacrifices himself to save captain Captain Picard and that's pretty much it that's all you need to know from that film is that data is dead he's not around anymore now in 2009 I don't want to live in this world anymore no no I didn't like it like that made me cry I saw it at the cinema it made me cry there's a scene with a song that's really emotional don't Um, think about it don't think about it stop no 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 stop it so in 2009 we get this reboot Star Trek film made by J.J. Abrams who goes on to do Star Wars and stuff and this reboot film is set during Captain Kirk's time, so a hundred years before Picard, but it's in a different timeline. And the thing that has sparked this different timeline is that the Romulan homeworld has been destroyed by a supernova and a mining ship has gone back in time for reasons of vengeance. That's not important. What is important is the Romulan homeworld. The uh, Romulus and all of the Romulans getting destroyed. They're completely wiped out. That's all you need to know. That's okay. It. So there's no more data. There's no more There's no more Romulus. There are Romulans. The, the Federation's greatest enemy other than the Borg has been wiped out. By a supernova. Okay. The cloaking device people, gone. Cloaking device people with the pointy ears. Yeah. The pointy ears, they're gone now. They're the ones. But the Vulcans are still Also pointy-eared. Also pointy-eared, but they still have their planet. Right. Okay, now that the sin-worthy exposition is out of the way, me and Danae are going to take a trip to the holodeck and watch episode one of Picard. We will see you guys over in 10 forward for a debrief. Computer, two to beam to the holodeck. Welcome to Ten Forward, the part of the show where we grab a drink from the replicator and share our immediate thoughts and feelings about the episode that we have just watched together. But before we get into that, we'll just do a quick summary of what happened in the episode. So episode one is called Remembrance, and we find ourselves with retired Admiral Picard, 14 years uh, have after he's retired from Starfleet. 
Um, we quickly get the impression that the parting was not on the best of terms, but his peaceful life on his chateau in France is quite quickly disturbed by a lady called Darge, who seems to know him, but for what reason, we do not know. All we know is that she has been attacked by some unknown assailants. After her disappearance, Picard quickly finds out that she may well be the offspring of Lieutenant Commander Data, whose loss he has been mourning. This sets Picard off on a path to discover who this young lady is and who might be attacking her. So, Danae, immediate thoughts. Um, There were some interesting reactions as we went through the episode. Well, let's start there. What did you think was interesting from outsiders, like from the outside looking in? Because you've seen this, so you're essentially watching slash experiencing this with me again. What stood out to you? It was really, really interesting. I realised as we were going through how much this leans on a bit of knowledge from some of the films yeah. and some stuff that going into this completely blind it's difficult but there, but at the same time at the same time you have to build content for that person too and i think there was enough agreed you got to do it me. for both i think there was enough now that's my biggest question is was cuz there was plenty for me because every single reference i was lapping it up and i this is my fourth time round on, on picard okay. i love this show so much but for you was there enough in it for you to latch onto without just being completely lost in the swamp. Well, obviously, one of the best ways to pull somebody in on episode one is going to be a mystery, is going to be something that your brain is trying to puzzle piece together, and it's going to be them weaving some element of a mystery all the way until the end, and either setting up for a second season so that the mystery continues, or buttoning everything up. So every, Mm -hmm. every time I sit down to watch a show, there's going to be, I expect that something is going to try to reach out and hook into my mind so that I'm engaged. Yeah, something's got to make you come back for episode two. For me, I think that's the obvious part of who is this Data's daughter? What does this mean? And I was surprised that they answered some of those questions so early on, Mm -hmm. which means they have more things planned. And honestly, that is more exciting to me than than even just like some of the plot stuff. Because if a show is bold enough or brave enough, I don't know, bold enough to answer some questions really early on that they could, you know, really drag out. I'm kind of relieved by that because it means they've got enough loaded in enough for the hardcore fans and enough for the new people that they're confident to just check 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 answer 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 like yeah give some interesting shit in the first episode wasn't expecting you know a dodge to die that was different um yeah so then of course the convenience of there being two <laughs> so you know like oh okay so she's not gone but she is gone it's her twin that's bit of a cop out isn't it we get a dramatic death but we don't have to say goodbye to the to the actor that's playing that character because they're they're still there there is this interesting forethought thing too that i'm really curious about with with data choosing to 30 years previous give some sort of heads up to picard in this really sort of nonchalant twin painting way of kind of going oh i'm gonna give him this really hardcore hint that this thing is coming down the pipeline I can answer that a little bit. Data didn't know that. So Data drew those pictures, paintings after he had made, he had, he'd made another android. He'd made a daughter that failed and died. And he drew those paintings. We didn't see this in the series, but we're, we're led to believe he drew those paintings after that. And it was just a gift to Picard. There was no Bullshit. other kind of message with it. Okay. Bullshit. Okay. It, no, it's convenient as hell. So the, the confusing no, oh, thing right. about... No, because he, they said that he probably based the visual off of that. 
So Maddox, yeah, Maddox, the guy Maddox, that's made yeah, yeah. Daj and Soji. So then how did he see that painting? He was he ended up being friends with Data, so he would have seen it at some point. There's no reason why he couldn't have done it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so in the years after Maddox tries to pull Data to pieces, they actually become friends and Data says, look, you can't pull me apart, but I will let you so, have some of my insights. So if I'm understanding correctly, the science behind it is that either the basic scientist would have to have all of Data's neurological stuff to just recreate. one bit. But, but Maddox just needed one bit because there was this theory that it would be yeah. one. You could do it with one bit, but that wasn't like that was like a no, no. But because she was saying we need to have like his whole structure if we were going to do it. But then Picard pulls out the double circle thing and she's like, mm -hmm. oh, right. But then there's also this <laughs> other theory. But if we could do that. So from if you're going to build an Android from scratch and the they can build Androids, but they're not as clever as data. And on top of that, they want to build one that isn't Uncanny Valley. So is flesh and blood and does all of the things normal humans do. They can't do that. Do they do have that. periods? That was one of the questions I thought of right away. Okay, so you're walking around in this world and, you know, you think you're human. So, like, human things would be happening to you. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd poop and you'd pee. So I guess that's... So there's an interesting point. Are you trying to convince the android that it's human? Or are you letting the android know that you're an android, but you're trying to look human? So which which of the two is it? Because if you're trying to convince the android, then yeah, it needs to poo, pee, and have a period. Right. Does it? Questions. Questions. Questions Picard to be answered. didn't ask. I mean, it's a very bold no. question. It is. It is. Do you have a period? Yeah. So you, what's your cycle? <laughs> Get off me, old man. Stop it. <laughs> I just feel yeah. like we've really synchronized. Yeah. So I just yeah. want to know. So, so, so the idea then that like this Maddox person is likely like this mad scientist on the Borg cube somewhere working on stuff. We don't know. I mean, it, it seems like it would be because she called him dad. So to, to that point, anybody, any kind of anyone. And who's the mom, Ian? Will you just simmer down, <laughs> ambassador? This is what it's like to watch <sighs> it with me, Ian. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Maddox and probably a few different people could make another data or another android out of one little neuron. But the problem was data blew up. So there are no neurons at all. There's none. It can't well, be done. He had but to this do is something. Maddox's theory. Well, there has there to we, be because yeah, he had to have something. Because, exactly. Yeah. So we know that. Yeah. So that's not so really we, a mystery. We, yeah. Like, I don't care about that. That's like, okay, if the big reveal is we had your Adam the whole time and here's how exactly. I got it, then I'll that be disappointed. That yeah. would be disappointing and that's the that's the kind of the balance of this episode is that there is some stuff that's frustratingly convenient and then there's the stuff that you talked about where they set up mysteries but also mm -hmm. answer some so mm -hmm. in a lot of ways it's it's really bold at it could have dangled the data's daughter thing until episode nine mm -hmm. and it's a reveal that we already have all guessed but instead it gives it to us in episode one so i made a prediction what did you think about my prediction um, right, your I'm going to read Danae's. So Danae stopped us as soon as Daj turns up, pretty much. So I had to explain some stuff. And no, it was during the opening credits. I was like, so what are your predictions? Opening credits. Opening credits. This is immediate. Danae's react uh, predictions were. There's, she's got some kind of chip. She's an android. Um, this has got something to do with the Borg. And I was like, you motherfucker. Like, jeez, <laughs> god damn it. I was like, am I dumb? Because I didn't see this shit. And you're just like, yeah, no, she's an android. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got it. 
I got you it. You nailed it. Quick. Immediately. You were just like, yeah, no, she's just been activated, which means she's like a robot of some sort. She's an android. There's a link to Picard, so it must be Borg. There's pieces of him flying around in the opening credits. So he's not complete. And I was like, God damn. They either did a much better job than I thought in telegraphing this. I'm dumb or Danae's a genius. Or all three. <laughs> or all three can be true. Yes. No, I, I, by the end, when it was like backing out and showing the Borg, and I know we're kind of hopping around here in the holodeck. Sorry about that. But like, as it zoomed out, I was like, if this isn't a Borg ship. Oh, it has to. Yeah. All of the green and shit. Well, you know, and green isn't exclusive to Borg. No, it's not. So, but I was like, this has got to be Borg, right? Like they're using technology from the Borg ship to do some Mm -hmm. pretty high tech stuff. It makes sense. And so then as it backs out, I was like... (laughs) Oh my god, so smart. Okay, so this is what I'm going to tell you that when I was watching Lost, I was watching it on the DVD because I hadn't, I wasn't in on the whole like. Oh no, that show had me. I was that was appointment television. I was I had a running joke with um. So when I, whatever day it came out, I had science class the morning of the next day, and there was a running joke between me and my friend. Sometimes one of us wouldn't have seen it, and we would wait until the other hadn't seen it, and then say, "Yeah, this person's dead," and just ruin it. Oh but my god, that's it would awful. never be an actual spoiler. It would just be, yeah, no, they died. No, nah, they're fine. Gotcha. <laughs> so when I watched Lost, I was watching the DVDs of it and. And the guy that I was dating, who ended up becoming my husband. <laughs> so that's really important. Because <laughs> I don't, it's funny. I, don't, I just wanted to say it that way. And then I was like, eh, yeah. No, nope, that's anyway, fine. Anyway, anyway. That's fine. <laughs> so he, I'll never forget, he was like just watching me watch it because he was so yeah. excited. And yeah. the smoke monster appeared. Uh-huh. And so he's like, what did you think of that? And I was like, well, it's they're on some sort of mad scientist, you know, island. And he just stared at me. <laughs> and he goes, how did you know you that? Son of a bitch. And I said, I don't know. It's just kind of obvious to me. <laughs> he's oh my God. so frustrated. The, you're the worst. He said, the, the, you, like, how, you, you should have been huge. And I'm having that same flashback right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it blew. It, I just, Yeah. I mean, by the end of the episode, I was like, yeah, okay. But even by the end of the episode, I was doubting that Darge and Soji were were androids because I thought there's no way they'll give away that twist in the first episode. There's got to be uh, another twist to that. So I was kind of double guessing myself a bit. But yeah, no, you nailed it within a sentence. So much so that I thought, did I already tell her what happens in this episode? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> you nailed it. Absolutely nailed that it. That was an exciting moment. Yeah, that was a rumble. So, yeah, we are jumping around a bit, but while we're on the ball cube, I wet my little knickers when we zoomed out onto the Borg cube. Oh, my God. Like, so there is a flash of a Borg cube in the trailer. So I ate every trailer for this that came out. I just... Well, it's an introduction, too. Give it here. Uh, Yeah, it is. It is. But I kind of... I put that more down to... This is is, um, Picard's memories. Right. So this opening stuff is all about what makes him him. And being... Having been Borg is a big part of that. Mm -hmm. So when we... I thought the Borg ship reveal would be something they saved as a money shot for much later. Not at the end of episode one. And I'm just like... The scope of this Borg ship, like a Borg ship with 21st century CGI doing all of it. Bah, dream. At dream come true to see a modern Borg cube. Yeah, it was a, and it looked like it had some like force fields that were set up 
at parts of it, like chunks of yep. it were kind of missing and stuff. Uh-huh. So, you know, they've taken up residence somewhere. What's your prediction for that? What's my prediction for that? Uh-huh. So you've you've <laughs> hit on a couple of right. couple of things there. So let's see. The show starts off with this assassin group coming at the twin to try to get her before she activates or before she becomes aware. There was like this, like she's not activated yet. So we've got her kind of a thing. I've just ruined the format of the show because we have an entire segment for predictions. So I'm going to stop you right there. No. Hold that thought. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's just go to that part now. Well, I was going to, is there anything else you want to, any other thoughts you have about the episode? Oh my God. Um, Because, okay, so the uh, the opening, you didn't, you were like ready to get out of that opening. Like the exposition (sighs) dump, the Federation interview. Why was that so troublesome? I I think I'm just, that's just something that really bothers me because it's just such a slow start to start with like some sort of political agenda where some character that I fucking adore I love Mm -hmm. in elder form who should be respected is being dragged into some sort of like news position, which is a cinema sense term, uh, exposition with news, um, interview, disrespectful kind of thing. And I understand like that, that whole thing sets up a lot of stuff that's important. And I really appreciated you kind of stopping and making sure I understood kind of the Mm -hmm. framework that we were working with, because it would have been even more confusing, I think. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't like watching beloved people being stuck into a shark tank. And I just wanted it to end because I know that all that's doing is it's just telling me things that it thinks the show thinks are important for me to remember or to know. And I love it when a show doesn't do that. It just trusts that I'll figure it out out like i already did in the opening sequence so you know i i don't need to hear about everything but at the same time if i was to watch it again maybe it'd be a little bit different i don't know I just i'm not saying i wanted to open it up with uh some sort of star chase and you know explosions in space or something but we started off with a dream sequence with data that had this intriguing whatever's plaguing picard's mind into you know just the boring day-to-day life of an old yeah you know and it was like yeah which is what he is now yeah he's just plodding along right and i kind of think that's interesting i guess i guess now that i've seen the whole thing i think it's fine i just i I wish it would have started with her showing up Mm-hmm. Like show him with his day in day out life and then cut over to her, you know, doing this crazy stuff that she's doing and then cut back over to him. But, it, you know, she had to see him on TV, I guess. I don't know. That part, I was ready to, for it to be more adventurous, I suppose, which is just yeah. a personal preference. I know. I totally agree, actually. Um, if there's one bit of the episode that sticks out as exposition dump, it's that. And the, I don't see why it had to be so combative because it could have been, uh, it didn't have to be like a news piece. It could have been a retrospective or something because now I'm focusing on why this woman is such a dick to Picard. Yeah. And you're right, to this person that we hold really dearly and that we're excited to see be powerful and commanding, mm-hmm. and he's not. He's really, and it is part of the story that he's really frail now and he's an old, he's, an, he's coming towards the end of his days. He, he, what got me the most is that his career in Starfleet, we immediately find out, didn't end with, you're the best and retire gracefully. He chucked his comm badge in and said, fuck you guys, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And that, like, now that we're 16 years removed from that thing that we didn't even see, there's no going back. There's no making up because a decade and a half has passed since he made that decision. So who he is now and his relationship to Starfleet is kind of what it is. I... 
I guess. With that being such an important thing, I'm sure the writers are, were wanting to establish that that was important. That yeah. Picard isn't, he didn't retire with honors and they want a way for that to come up. I suppose mm -hmm. an interview about an experience and things, I suppose that is an interesting way of revealing that he very publicly separated himself from yeah. an entire series that we all loved, right? Yep. So you're taking the Starfleet that we've loved and you're saying that Picard hates it now. So now I want to hate it too. <laughs> right? uh, which is really hard because Picard is Starfleet through and through. And you're showing a beloved person that's at, you know, obviously being attacked on live TV. Yeah. And I guess at this point in the show too, it's like, okay, well, what is the show going to be? Because with them, we then cut over to a Dodge and boyfriend who is immediately put to death and, and this, the storyline kicks off. But you know, at that point I'm wondering, okay, is this series about political espionage? Like, am I watching a political nightmare unfold before me where he mm -hmm. has to go defend himself? And it's just like Picard standing in a courtroom, you know, defending his actions and, you know, Starfleet trying to like, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like, what am I going to watch here? So it just the, the tone is an interesting tone because I don't know what they're going to do. Now, by the end of it, I'm like, oh, this is what they're doing. But at yeah. that moment, you just don't know what picture they're trying to paint. A picture they're trying to paint. It's Wait, like <laughs> it's our callbacks, especially with Star Trek. It could be any of them, because especially with the next generation, it was bottle episodes of we've got a courtroom drama. We've got a disaster film. We've got a Western. So this is different because there is a theme and there is a, an overarching narrative that's being told as opposed to individual bottle episodes. But yeah, you it could, it could head in any direction. That's just what Star Trek does. Yep. Every time you start something, whether you intend to or not, the first impression is just that's that deepest one, right? Like if you put your thumb yep. down into ink and then you roll it on paper, that first moment that your thumbprint hits the paper, that's where the ink is thickest, right? Because you're pressing it yep. down. Absolutely. And then you kind of roll. Where it kind of started, I was like, <laughs> can we roll away from this? Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> That's better, um, back in the ink. But I do think, I've got some questions about about like where things are going. I'm going to try to remember them for this next section that we're going to be going into. Um, but overall, I was pretty captivated by Dodge and yes. her realizing, not even really having a chance to realize what she is. It's really sad. And it starts off, this entire series starts off with a, pre, it's pretty it's a pretty bummy first episode. I'm not going to lie. Is. Like, Think about yeah. it. Like old man Picard is doing old man Picard things. Who's having old man regrets, even though he's a novelist writing history, history, which is one of the most important things I think that you could do is to write your yeah. perspective on history so that it's somewhere for someone to find. So it's like, like that's uncomfortable. Um, failed projects with androids that are all failed. That's kind of uncomfortable. Dodge yeah. dies, uncomfortable. Uh, and then we end up on a Borg ship, uncomfortable. So it's like... Yeah. The only happy people seem to be the Romulans on the Borg ship. Yeah, and I don't they, even know who that last guy was. Like, who was that guy? Ah, was we will find out. That's, that was deliberately vague. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure But it was. you're right. It is a... And it, a lot of criticism got thrown at Picard for this and how mm. TNG is very optimistic and hopeful and all of that stuff. And this is a bit of a misery fest to begin with, but that's more interesting stories. We've done the happy stuff. It's, it's interesting to see that Starfleet isn't this utopia that we all know and love. But yeah, that's... Um, but you liked, liked the episode overall? Um... You can say no. It's fine. I mean, the fact that it's caught your imagination and wants you to watch more... Then it's done its job as episode one, hasn't it? I want to watch more because I love Star Trek. 
Do I want to watch more because of what they've put out in front of me? Yes, I do. I do want to see what mystery they think that I'm interested in solving. I don't know if it's the same thing yet or not, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm in it. I'm in it to see it. We're not going to stop the podcast Good. now. Yay! We're going to keep going. <laughs> Get some more episodes. There was a genuine possibility that in my head I was prepping for this to be not ever going out because you just did not get on board with episode no, one and you're just like, nope. No, I, I am really curious what they're going to do. And I expect that because Picard is going to be trying to find the twin now, like mm-hmm. he is motivated to find her wherever she is, and I'm guessing yep. make sure she's okay. That means he's gonna be going to space unless she's coming to him. And uh maybe she's not been activated yet, you know, because she obviously doesn't have like Picard memories, or mm-hmm. if she does, she's holding it well. I guess I can't say obviously. But anyway, no. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering who he'll have to talk to to get there. And because you told me in few words that I'm gonna be seeing seven of nine at some point in time. I know we're going to be seeing people that um, I didn't say that. you you didn't say it. I did not. You said I I can't tell you, which means yeah. yes. So no, I did not say that. Um. So <laughs> I expect that there's going to be cameos. I mean, why why wouldn't you pull in? Like maybe we'll see number one, and maybe we'll see like other characters that I loved so much. So I'm watching for more than just plot reasons. I really want to see how immersive this gets. So you are right there with how i felt watching it okay. so this is enough of a story to hook me does that mean we're still friends we are still friends okay. but i am primarily here because i want to see more next generation Show and whether me that takes number the one cast, i yep. need to know give how me. handsome he still looks i'm, give me. I'm give a me simple woman give me some ships give me some phases give me some borg that's what i that's what i was here for so just isa isa briones isa briones i'm gonna get the pronunciation of her name right but the actor that plays soji and daj she is just yeah captivating she's such a good bit of casting if you don't cast that character right you you get lost completely seems so innocent and lost but friggin' badass Badass at at the same same time time. yeah that action was great um i love the little that that fight scene where the the the, the, she's kicking everyone's butt and then the guy gets transported away are you gonna be playing part of my reaction to that because there was that there was that one fight where i was like okay we've seen this do some more cool shit and then she like flies i'm like that'll work (laughs) that'll work i'm I don't know how to... I might put... I think the outtakes is going to be, oh, that'd be our audio. Okay, I okay, think, okay. I, I don't know a way to splice that okay. into how we've done this. So You'll I think the outtakes out. will be... You'll yeah. figure it out. Because one of the other yeah. things that we talked about that I haven't... We haven't said here in this like debrief moment is... Uh, or it's not debrief. We're, we're in the... No, we're briefing. The, oh, we're briefing. Um, <laughs> is... <laughs> Um, is the weaponry and seeing some of how I, I really love in in the world of Star Trek um, how important clothing like the winks yes. and nod to specific clothing and that that means something so like um the clothing that Picard was wearing he had this like little pin yes that was and it was such an important thing for me to look at because I always yes. want that com badge there right like I need Absolutely. that there so that it wasn't there but there was still something there to me indicates a deeper story and i don't know why it's there i don't know if it's explained it doesn't need to be but it was on i think his two people he lived with as well um so i i really i really hope that that was deliberate and i'm sure it was it, from the costume designers it just has to, to be right anchor us because 90 percent of the time even in their off hours these motherfuckers are still in their uniform mm-hmm. and they still have their comm badge on even if they're off duty so having something there just anchors us to the next generation and it is such 
it, it, it's all, it's just subconscious. I Imme- just feel more yeah, yeah, comfortable yeah. seeing too. him with a com badge. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I also enjoyed, we talked about the weaponry, um, the guns that are shot, just the way yes. that they were held with like a top and a bottom. It reminded me of um, other weapons that I've seen used in the series. And then we also got to go to the storage unit and see some cool shit that, of course, oh. we all want to see. Oh. So I don't know. It was really, I think they did a good job of like showing us some cool tech stuff, but then old school tech stuff. I also talked about seeing some old cool tech in the, in the kitchen. So there was lots of times <laughs> that I fridge. just, I had to, yeah, I had yep. to kind of just stop it and reference the world that they're building this future um, and how the clothing and everything. So I really did like the immersion in that. I think they did a really good job. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like it was cheap. No, and the, uh, the Easter eggs aren't nods and winks that are obvious, and for the sake of doing it, either they are—they do feel really organic, like you're in the world. Um, like they didn't do tons of glory shots on the things that are in Picard's storage unit. It was like here's the Stargazer, here's the Enterprise E, but it, it wasn't here. Spend ten minutes panning onto everything; they were just in the background. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the aesthetic has always been important in Star Trek. You can identify a series by the uniform, the type of uh, weapons that they have, how the ship looks. And I think Picard did a really, even updating the transporter effect, it looks like the TNG effect, but a bit brighter, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. The I, tech yeah, I, they did a too. great job. Of you course, know, it's been 30 years. Of yeah, course it was. So there's things that, you know, are going to happen because of technology advancement that makes sense, as, but you can almost see where it derived from. It's like yeah. they, they took what was there and they built on it and they said, how can we make this, you know, an example of where it would be in the future? Rather than Absolutely. completely reinventing everything. The assassins were interesting though because they were so veiled and you couldn't see yep. what was going on, which I know was purposeful. But mm-hmm. then there was that wink with the weaponry. And so they still found a way to kind of, you know, and it's say it what's going on. It doesn't look exactly like a Romulan weapon, but it's but close it's enough. It's like exactly. The, yeah, the, the the shape is like, that's familiar. What's that? It yep. kind of yeah. Okay, let's leave 10 forward and just take a quick turbo lift trip to engineering for, wait, wait for it, wait for it, Reese's instance is futile. I love this part. Warning, warp core collapse in 10 seconds. Okay, it's time for Resistance is Futile. Yes, I'm very proud of that title. This is where we re-engage our sin brains, remind ourselves that no TV show is without sin, and we allow Danae to ruin Star Trek for me forever. What was the big clangor? It was the floor in his bedroom, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) The stone floor in his house. (laughs) No, I had a few. I had a few. Like The first one that came up was that the song was about Blue Sky, but we were looking at space. That bothered me. (laughs) Ding. But it's not space, is it? I mean, but it's not sky, is it? It's space. I was like, could you not spoil this moment for me? You know what I just I just thought about? What? This would be more of a prediction thing. And I apologize because I know we're in the wrong part of the ship, but I That's just fine. thought about it. It's okay. Do you remember in the very beginning when they're playing cards back and forth? Wait, computer, transport us to the ready room. <laughs> Right, okay, we're back in the predictions, okay, okay. which we haven't got to yet. Um, All of the cards were Q. Yeah, five Qs. What if what if it is Q? And that was like part of a wink to it. There's a, and what uh, if it's in, how many episodes are there in Picard? Ten. What if it's in the fifth episode? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I think there are ten. There's, I think. There's, there's five Qs. You can't have five queen cards. So queen. No, you can't. That's the. No. I, so that varies. 
um from how many how many episodes i was just thinking about that i was just thinking it's interesting and it has been a hotly hotly debated topic and they're all hearts they're all queen of they were all queen of hearts hearts, so it's impossible so could it be that that's just an indicator that this is a dream and it's picard it's picard subconscious saying this is impossible it's a dream or is there more meddling what does it mean data's heart is that his daughter i do wonder because his dreams are very specifically being like bringing up the painting and then he goes to the painting and finds mm-hmm. things so is there a part of picard that can be manipulated because he's part borg where someone can try to communicate with him and send him a message somehow because you know i i believe very strongly in dreams having an important impact mm-hmm. but his dreams are very very specific <laughs> and- <laughs> yeah, there's not I, much to interpret is I there just, it's just no. this is what happened and he wakes up he's like oh you know, so I, I guess know. I'm thinking about data. Yeah, I guess I should go think about you know. Anyway, okay. That picture just, was helpful. It's pretty pretty important. What else? What else dinged? Um, the convenience of the news um being played just when Daj needed to mm-hmm. see Picard, just as she happened to be walking by. So apparently, this news thing is on repeat constantly, as news things are. Yes. Um, another one I think that we maybe um oh I think we send pesticides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just pesticides, ding. Ding. <laughs> but of course they could have just been they were probably just being watered. So I'm probably. sure it was just I'm sure yeah. it's just water. Pesticides are fine. They serve the purpose. <laughs> um, I don't, you know, I didn't really think about a lot of since I didn't see something that just really jumped out at me. I think this would be one that would be difficult to to pull apart, you know, mm-hmm. as I was watching it. I think it might be difficult for me to to sin this one. It's tricky because it's hard to sin the plot stuff because you don't know the whole story yet. So it's, it's difficult to be overly critical because you could get disproven. So it's more about why are people doing things why are they doing yeah. the things that they're doing yeah so like when you send something there's like multiple levels there's where you and i wanted to stop so many times and look at things yeah. like look there's the a room. clock in the background is that clock consistent with other parts of the house things like <laughs> is it the same time in each exactly yeah when you yeah. cut back to it yeah mm-hmm. did this interview actually last 17 hours but we didn't do that stuff but there was there was quite a number uh of times where i really i needed to quit like one of the one of the things that i thought was quote unquote sinful but then i immediately like because i'm a fan or whatever just wa- whooshed it away it in a box why why spend this much time cooking when you have a replicator i know it's so so there's all there's this running thing of home cooking is always better no matter what yeah but it's kind of so picard has rescued these two romulans and now they're his living carers yeah. so it's kind of like hey you remember that time i rescued you from a supernova make me Serve a sandwich me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't hear you making me a sandwich over the sound of that supernova. But maybe they love it. You know, maybe they love they do. making it. Um, there was a moment where they were at the tape, like about food, where the two Romulans were watching how the news situation mm-hmm. was kind of going to shit. And there's a bowl of lemons. And I think of things like, why would anyone need this many lemons? And I always do this. <laughs> I always, in my mind, I justify it immediately. Maybe they're about to make fresh lemonade. Um, maybe. You know, but then you know, turning it into, but I think the news position was probably one of the biggest ones or the moment when she takes her necklace off and she just leaves it on the table conveniently, a necklace that would be really, really important to you. And and part of your identity that it was given to you by your, what did she say? It was her mother. Uh, By her father. 
yeah, by a dad. Well, I thought that the second one said father, but the first one... No, they both said it. They, okay. No, they both said father, definitely. Okay. But I, I totally agree. The only, the symbolic thing I can see is that this is her subconsciously saying goodbye to that um, facade that was her family. So, mm, But I don't think that she believed that she was an android, No, no, no. Though, I don't think right? she does either. Okay. But is that just her subconscious saying, I don't need this anymore? I'm just saying if, like... This was one of your most prized possessions. You don't leave it behind. No, you don't leave it you with know? the man you just met. He needed it so that he could take it and show it to someone else later. Exactly. Yeah. But that was a a, a sinful, you know, because that triggers a massive memory with um um the your your person. lady Agnes Gerati. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, Agnes. I don't know. I think that there would be so in the in. I think we could have sent things in the storage room if we were really oh, getting sure. picky. You yeah. know, not yeah. not necessarily that things weren't there, but that there wasn't enough there. <laughs> well, it, like for for me, I'm just like, why have you got models of your ships just chilling? Yes, like yes. why? <laughs> exactly. That was one of my very first questions. <laughs> it's so cool for us. You have models, okay? <laughs> yeah. Why aren't they? That's, if they're that important, why aren't they hanging in your house? Why do they need to be in storage? Yeah. I, to me, it's like they called up some people that they used to work with, uh, and they're they're okay, guys. I know all of you took props home with yeah. you. We need all of them back. Bring them, bring them back. Come on. You would think that he'd have his uniform hanging up, or he would have like a uh-huh. phaser, or just. But it seemed very bland in there. I almost was thinking, what is this place? Obviously, we can recognize Worf's Bat-Leth. weapon. Yeah. What was it called? Batleth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, one. that we recognize instantly. This. Mm-hmm. Painting? Why doesn't Wolf have it? Sorry. Uh, thank you. Or or his son. <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't uh, Alexander have it? Like, one of my questions: Why is it here? Is it because it's such a recognizable piece? Sure, of course it absolutely. is. Absolutely, it's a battleth. Yeah. Um, but you know, you would think that Picard would have other things in there that would be more of a storage situation. Plus, he has this this replicator that reproduces something that was in storage. So why would right. there be anything just sitting there if everything can be replicated out of storage? That's Does that make the sense? Biggest, biggest sin is so the sin for this would be this room exists. Because right. he, he says to the hologram it. that everything is kept in quantum stasis. So that's not a replicator. That is <laughs> pulling it out of stasis. Out of- so why are the fucking models not in stasis? How You don't need that square footage. Keep it it needs to be house. a little programmer. That's it. Keep Have it in, in your house. fucking house. Yes. Yeah. Like... Put it under security there. I guess it's neat because it's in this place where obviously so it's, it's an ar- it's a historical archive. It's a so it's not just a storage bin. It's yeah. a museum. Yeah. But it's he's still he says so many times. Can like nobody's been in here. Nobody's have been they? here, right? Like, no, no one's been here. That's really important. This. Then why yeah. is it a fucking museum if no one's coming in here? That's right. Yeah. 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 That room. That room was. It made no sense other than to do some callbacks. To I be also honest. feel like another sinful part of this could be. I hope this isn't a stop it. Thing stop. For stop now. To, <laughs> I just we we did we are on the Starship's Enterprise, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's in the title. It is in the title. Uh, if if a if a person shows up out of nowhere and says, "I just murdered a whole bunch of people. There's so much blood. <laughs> I hear voices. Can you help me?" But Get they're the in their cute. In their cute. I yeah. just don't think that that's enough reason. Like, oh, I see you in my imagination. Um, how do I know so much about you? Like, those yeah. are all massively creepy things that should not create some sort of instant relationship. So right? imagine if the creepy Romulan at the very end had run up to Picard and said all of those things. He'd have been like, fuck away from me. Shoot, shoot yeah. this man. <laughs> so then the show 
ends with, you know, Picard essentially saying, I've wasted my life, which another sin. No, you haven't. You've written books about. Yeah. You know, but I understand perspective is very, very different as you age. Yeah. You know? He, he so. feels like it's not as significant as the things he was doing or could be doing. So then he decides that this mystery of this potential twin out there in the world that might possibly be alive somehow, but is linked to his friend Data. It's kind of like because I miss Data and because I'm having dreams of Data and this whole I'm this is important for me and I'm going to go spend my last minutes alive yeah you know hunting this person down for me that works it doesn't it is, it, it, it's a leap if i didn't know picard that's true so i think that that works because you know the character so well so he is so so committed to his crew and his people mm-hmm. that if there is if it was Riker's daughter that was if Riker had twins and his one of his daughters right. was out there picard yeah. would just go and do it he'd go and sure find it, and of that's course. enough so i, I hope- kind of by that i just don't know why he's been so placid mm. I, I hope that as he goes through the series that we get to see more of that part of his personality because you're absolutely right but this is also a you know somebody who's been through a lot i, I really felt yeah. like after he was assimilated that he was different mm-hmm. you know that he 100%. he had trauma that he almost wasn't able to help the same way so maybe it's been long enough that now he wants to help how he used to i don't know we'll see it's it's fascinating and you, whenever the borg are mentioned in tng like tng is famous for having a one episode memory and like it's just whatever happened last week forget it we're on to a new thing <laughs> yeah whenever, so true <laughs> whenever the borg are mentioned hit patrick stewart's face just drops that's the yeah. only time you really see continuity. You see him scared. You see him yeah. traumatized. And so, yeah, that and that always really. Maybe that's part of why I didn't like the beginning of this is because seeing him unnerved and is weak. unnerving. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. He should be powerful. I he's very a, he's a different man. Another massive sin for me was the idea that this entire section of um, this massive building would that was shut down completely would ha- still have so <laughs> yes. many resources dedicated to keeping it open and what i mean by that is there's this if if a if you work in a call center or something and an entire section of the call center shuts down because they're reorganizing that section is shut down and reused for something else immediately you come yeah. in the next day and it's like oh this is now the maintenance department you know because yeah <laughs> this is now botany <laughs> yeah so you would expect that he'd walk into this space that is highly classified and it would be like a broom closet now or something dusty like just cobwebs and shit like you got a windows 98 computer in the corner because like no one's yeah but instead there is this massive open space with all of these desks and such and then in the background you can still see people working in there like that they're they're doing their, their job is still there but you would think that they would be able to be relocated to someplace smaller smaller my (laughs) my my only counter to that is that this is so this is a place for students as well so Mm -hmm. those desks might be for the new class which we know hasn't started yet that makes sense but it's still a massive it is a a massive space to use for people that are like (laughs) i'm amazed they're even still teaching it if synthetics have been banned why are they still teaching yeah. this? Or um, is I know it, it's all um, theoretical, but or was it um, sentient? It was no. So all synthetic oh, okay. life has been okay. banned. So okay. you can have synthetic life that is just hey, go over there and pick that up. It doesn't make yeah. it sentient. It can just follow an instruction. But all of them have been banned. Like what company is like synthetics are banned? 
something major happened. The things coming out of this very office blew up Mars or whatever they did. I don't know. Yeah, no, they did. They blew up Mars. Okay. So, but I still have a job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, you wouldn't. No, you You, wouldn't. No. You'd be shunned. You would be, at the very least, you would be put into a different office entirely where other parts of your education could be used. It would be reopened. That would be shut down. Yeah. And then it would be reopened as theoretical syntheticism or something. Right. It wouldn't be exactly. the same lab. You wouldn't have. Um, she says. She says at one point, she's like, "God, I wish you would have come in on my day off." And it's like, how do you even have a day on? Yeah. Though, <laughs> like, what are you doing on your days here? Like, I don't understand. There's how, only so who's many. Who's paying like, for this? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no money in the future, so um, it's that's okay. It's just your free time that yeah, you, you've just been, your time you're wasting. You've been banned, so you just kind of it's like when you like have been broken up with or you've been fired, and you just still go to that old place and kind of kick dirt around the door, like <laughs> oh, I used to come here. Like you just take a shit on the doorstep. Yeah, and then the the other thing, the last thing I'll say, maybe not. I don't know. Um, there's a moment in the transition from the, is this, is this okay for you? Are you okay? I'm, I'm zoning you out mainly because this is hard, but it's carry on. Well, it's supposed to be entertainment. I have to listen to this twice. Our sin's job are entertainment though. So hopefully. Since, since I'm not allowed to actually sin Star Trek, this is my. uh, (laughs) There's that transition from the office where, where he's finding out about this twin thing with the two circles or whatever there's like the necklace uh-huh. and it's, it starts to kind of tilt and then it turns into or appears to turn into something that's actually on the horizon that a romulan ship goes by and then they go yes. towards the borg is Correct. that just is that really there in space somewhere or is that just supposed to be kind of a cool transition i th- it my hesitation speaks volumes uh-huh so if it, that's real it was a cool not- transition <laughs> It's just to me, it seems like, oh, also this symbol exists over. It, it just seems like it would be like, oh, that's the symbol for whatever, whatever theory. Also, somewhere in space that has been explored are two concentric circles overlapping. I just but, if that but, if but, that's part of but, what has been explored but, and is like but, found somewhere, that would be another real easy kind of like jump for where shit's going down. I don't know. interesting i will say that like two circles is just two things orbiting each other you could look at it like that no perspective no she was very specific this symbol is for this really rare research (laughs) yeah but that that shape can still be found in nature it's anyway hold on to that thought we'll see where it goes (laughs) sure i would just want to send the shit out of that i think especially if it shows up later and i'd be like oh it's this constellation of convenience or whatever it is (laughs) You know, like shining no, down. No, don't do it. <laughs> shining down with its beams of exposition. Here's what it would be like, Ian. It would be like seeing the Avengers symbol on a building and it like also is on someone's necklace and they're trying to figure out who they are, you know, and what it really What's means. Wrong with that? And they would look up and be like, oh, I wonder if that means something. I don't know. It's just to Well, me, if you're part of the Avengers, then that's, yeah, that makes sense. It's emblazoned in space also two circles to me that's a pretty big deal but in space you know yeah, what i'm well, saying two, where are you gonna put your stars tell me about i mean space is vast i don't see it all and i don't big. study space it i understand i Maybe, don't study space <laughs> it just seems to me like that would be okay. a really big deal you know the eyeball in space you know that the big sauron the eye of sauron <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what, the this like Oh, God, what's it called? The formation where it looks like an eye. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of. Okay. So to me, it's like, that's a really interesting thing that would be logged and people would, I don't know. How do you know it hasn't been? Okay, we'll get this. I will, what I will leave that on is this will come up again. So we will. I'm not surprised by that at all, which is the sin. That's the sin is that that, that's, it's a little bit too like, wink, wink, nod, nod. Like, (laughs) oh, bad shit's happening over here or whatever it is. Okay. So cool. It was, it's foreshadowing. Yeah, cosmic, cosmical foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. For cosmic Com- kading? Comical aggling. Foreshadowing for a comical leveling. That's um, good. good. That's good. Okay, I'm ready to eject the warp core out of engineering after sinning oh, no. my love. I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. Is it was Computer, too much? transport us to the ready room <gasps> stat. Okay, now we can go to predictions, right? Now, now we can go to predictions. Yeah, sorry, let's go. Right, to the predictions. Right, we're going to the captain's ready room. Oh, now, take, shit. Now, take, take oh, a seat oh, God. and um, talk to me. I'm really, really good when I go into the when I go into my boss's uh, offices. I'm very oh, no. professional. <laughs> I oh, don't no. Know. I think this should maybe be Councillor Troy's office because this is, like, <laughs> a bit more lethargic. Oh, okay, lethargic? okay. Cathartic? Oh, okay. No, cathartic, yeah. So predictions after episode one let's go back to the ball cube because I, I could see you physically getting out of the brain space and then back into the brain space i'm sorry i broke you it's okay it's okay um so we got sketchy romulan with soji and then pan out into a broken bullshit well there's that but then at the very beginning they're coming to get dodge for a reason and then she talks Correct. to her quote-unquote mom who i obviously think is either you know someone's pulling dodge's strings is what i said as i watched it like who's pulling her strings because she's clueless but she's talking to this mother character and because i think that she's an android and i at that moment i was like so she's an android which means she doesn't have a mom right but then obviously her life has been spent thinking she does but if she's lived for a really long time then this is obviously a simulation talking to her this is either like another android that's talking to her or a computer generated image that's talking to her so who's the man behind the curtain kind of a thing that's you know telling her to go find picard and i think it's suspicious that the mom said you know go to picard go to picard mm-hmm. if you know data's dead if it's a part of data living inside of her that wants her to survive because she's in danger that would be interesting but i think it's more likely that somebody needs to find picard and bypass security to do something with with some kind of an agenda so my question is what is that agenda and so we've been introduced to some people right since the like through the show um we have this the androids blew up mars the program is shut down Mm -hmm. so what good does old man Picard, what what does he have to give that only he can do? Or is there something that he could have given to Dodge? So it's like, I'm just really curious, like what that would be. So then we see Ron. Why Romulans. is Picard getting in on this? Yeah. Right, right. Now we know why Picard's getting in on this. We all want to see, you know, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart do some more shit as our beloved character and they're going to find something. And so, of course, we we know <laughs> we know why we're going back in. Yeah. While we can, we should. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But what's the story telling us why Picard needs to be pulled into this? If he doesn't work mm-hmm. for a Starfleet any longer, he probably doesn't have clearances anymore. So it's it's something else. It's either something that he has access to in his archives that they want, like some part of technology, or if they're trying to build more strong androids, they need something that he has of data's 
is what I'm assuming. I'm assuming he has something to do with data where like this mad doctor who is potentially operating on this Borg ship that has all this technology, like built something and either Picard is somehow involved in it because there is part of Picard in not Dodge, but the sister what was her name. Soji. Yeah. That like they need to be there to talk about it or they need to assimilate Picard so that something works more properly. I don't I I mean, those I don't really have any no. clear not a lot to go on from this episode yeah no nope, not a ton that's about it like i don't really think i can't think of anything else that i've already talked about how i feel like we're going to be either going to space or she's coming to us mm-hmm. so if we go if we're going to space then he'd need to have you know like get the old crew back together i could see that potentially happening so what do you think soji is doing on the ball queue it sounds like she had something to do with the doctor like i know you're off duty and here's someone coming to ask you for help. I couldn't tell what kind of a doctor she is. I don't know if it's because the volume on my computer was a little bit low or we were talking. I don't remember, but it doesn't. We don't. We don't know. Oh, OK. Yeah. It's not specified. OK. I'm guessing psychology. I'm guessing she's some kind of a listener because of how he was acting. And I think he was acting like he needed to talk to her to get closer to her rather mm-hmm. than actually. I mean, what, what gave it away was the classic bad guy music, the black oh, cloak, yeah, the that's smoke. What I, that's what I said when I was like, oh. He's a wrong one. So I do love that they use the, so that bum, 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 bum. That's the old school, the original series Romulan bad guy music. And oh, it is, is it? so freaking cool to hear that oh, remastered man. and used in this. It's so good. So for for anybody that's seen the original series, you're immediately like, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who does he work for? And is it the people who are trying to get his sister too? Like, the, were they going for both of them? I think I remember them saying something at the beginning about like needing the two. Uh, all of that. I don't think that they referenced a number. Them, maybe we found another mm-hmm. one, or we found the other one. There was yeah. something that or made me think that there was multiple of the, her group. And yes. now that I know that there's a twin situation. I feel like it's not necessarily a group, but rather her. So then my question would be like how, so if they're going here, if he's maybe sent to get close to her so that they can lure her away, um, who is who is the they and why? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's always the fascinating thing about Star Trek. You never really know who the bad guy is. Oh, it's Q. It's Q. (laughs) Hold up. We've got season two coming. The hold up. Hold up. Um, Uh, Cool. I love it. I love your predictions. That's fascinating. We'll see how those pan out. I don't think I'll be right as right as I was that one time. I think that was it. It was a beginner's luck. That was fucking huge. Like, (laughs) yep, she's an android. She's Data's daughter. Wait, what? (laughs) I didn't say she was Data's daughter. No, you didn't. But you made (laughs) frigging well done. Right, well, that's, I think that's covered everything. We did Did it. Did we do it? We did a Star Trek pod. Are you okay? I know I actually kind of went into Sin Brain there. Was it too much? That wasn't, there was no stopping you. You were like the Borg. You were just like out there to. I wonder if that's going to happen every episode. It's not going to get any better. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. We are on the CinemaSins podcast network. You should expect it. That's fine. There had to be a segment where we send some shit. I can't wait until we get some guests on um, that will assist us with some sinning <gasps> potentially. Do you have guests <gasps> planned? Jesus, possibly, Ooh. potentially. Ooh. Well, uh, this has been a delight. I can't wait for episode two. I can't wait. And on that note, we will see you next week for episode two. Thanks today. <laughs> I've been excused to my room. Yeah, goodbye. goodbye. Live long and podsper. <laughs> 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 Gonna do it every week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. 
Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through captainspod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit cinemasins.com. Okay, okay. If we're going to the holodeck, we get to imagine what kind of chairs we're going to be sitting in. And I just would... I would like to request a captain's chair too. Uh, okay, okay, that's fine. I can do that. It's the twenty first <laughs> century. We can we can do that. We can both have the same chair. Okay. I'll I'll program the computer that it is like half an inch t- taller than yours God, too. We're gonna I <laughs> no I will I will program a whoopee cushion into your chair. <laughs> Okay, it okay, just okay. escalates. It's just like, yeah, well, I saw you do that, <laughs> and I programmed it to explode. <laughs> I'm better now. <laughs> I'm only f- cool, 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 cool. Right? Are we? I'm not ready because I haven't. I haven't got. How how come you're not ready? Because I haven't you're the got the thing. Um, what are you doing? Yeah, but the what, captain. Why? It's the number one. It's the second in command that actually does the important stuff. Captain's just a figurehead. So I, so then why aren't you called number because one? Because this one? is it. You should be doing the technical stuff, not me. Wait, no, you're the ambassador. No, no I'm the ambassador. Right, me, media, yeah. get file. There we go. You are the ambassador. Gosh. Right. No, don't start playing. Right. Are you ready? I've been ready. Now I'm on a different website. Wait, wait, off. How short is your attention span? <laughs> Jesus. It's pretty, it's pretty like, I'm lost now. I'm going to go and watch some mushrooms eat bananas because that's more interesting than what we're doing now. Is that available? Let me just is that go on to YouTube Twitch and find out. Let's watch some otters I was, swim I was, on their back. I was. I was going to Twitch. Stop You're it. not wrong. Turn off Twitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know how long it was going to take you. Okay. It's here. Make it so. When I fixed my my TNG uniform, I was just like, make it so to everyone I sent the picture to. And they were all just like, we hate you. Stop being in our lives. <laughs> You're not funny. Because you were sewing. It so. Exactly. so it's make funny. Make it so. Because it's funny. See how funny that is? Because it's Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the ship. Look at it. It's Look so how pretty. pretty it is. Go in the window. Oh, yeah, go in the, window. in the window. Yes. Go in the window. So then this is either a dream or we're Correct. on Correct. And but we just went into we a did window. go in through the window. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like there would be windows on the holodeck. Well, the entire enterprise could be inside the holodeck. <gasps> True. Okay, let's watch. But the, the other giveaway I just is hit play. You, you've hit play already. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it looks like the floor is just stone. So you don't just wake up in the morning and put your feet down cold stone. You have a True. rug. Yeah. Okay, at least when you initially stand up. Yeah, that's fair. Behold the field. It's obviously important because the music is swelling. Chateau Picard thought. I always think it's interesting to see what future cities are going to look like. Mm. You know, It's always about 50 years further ahead than we think it's going to be. It's also interesting, like, the technology has moved us forward in a way where we can see people like this. I don't know what he is. Oh, but, I don't know either. He's not. Yeah. But that's a really cool experiment with an alien. You know what I mean? Like, in Star Trek... You always see these really interesting alien people and these different prosthetics that they use. And that's a really cool one, right? Yeah, no, totally. Because there's, there's so much variety you can have. And like prosthetics just have it. just advanced a lot. Oh, yeah, so much. It doesn't just have to be nose ridges now. Yeah, like, exactly. TNG was always, is the nose slightly different? Yeah. Alien. <laughs> yeah, ears are a little bit different. Yeah, definite alien. And now it's like these really advanced prosthetics and you have these just really interesting. Don't get attached <gasps> to that alien. Oh, 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 God. <laughs> Should I have been listening? I don't. It's probably fine. No. 
They were saying lovey, lovey things. I know, I don't. And then I, these guys beamed in. Yeah. Ooh, she's activating. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Whoa, that was pretty badass. What's going on? What's going on? I have no clue what's going on. What, you mean on. you didn't get it from that? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You you couldn't get it from that. You don't think I could? Well, well now it makes me want to pause and think about it and, and, and try to figure it out. That's why we have a pod. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> do, do, do. Look at the doggo. I know. You shouldn't call Patrick Stewart a doggo, though. He's the people's doggo. Yeah. It's good to see him, though. Check out those dog balls, man. I knew you were going to say that. Dog balls. I'm not used to seeing dog balls. No, they're usually gone. Mm -hmm. Not that one. He's like, I will make children. Okay. I really like that the display on the machinery in the back, like almost on the right behind him right there. That's mm -hmm. so old school looking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it just it fits in with the house a bit better, doesn't it? Almost like that's the kind of equipment that runs the refrigerator, but then all this new technology is what they use, but they use the old yeah. tech for like the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fridge. Yeah. We have replicators. I don't really know why we even need a fridge. If you want to make a bit of clothing look futuristic, just undo the lapels mm -hmm. and Stick just make that. it seamless. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, pause. Was? I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> exactly. This is exactly why I said to pause. Ian, so, help me understand what's sorry. happening. Can you imagine being the writers? Uh, like, you know what? Got a great idea, guys. We're going to wipe out a civilization, but give everybody <laughs> this belief that they're going to go in and rescue them. But we're just going to, like, just murder an entire civilization. Yep. Gone. It's pretty brutal, isn't it? Like it they've is. created a They've created a galaxy. They can kill off whoever they want. Um, okay, D&D DM. Yeah, just God. murder them. But yeah, so, so there's like pockets of Romulans that did make it out and that were evacuated. So they're not totally ex extinct. And those two, Laris and the other guy, that, whose mm -hmm. name I can't remember, okay. they're Romulan as well. And they've attached themselves to Picard. So that's the long and short of it. But there's, there's reasons why they could have evacuated more people, more Romulans, but didn't. And that will be explained in the show. But that's the important context. So they're like, we won't forget what you did. Is that them saying, we won't forget that you tried to exactly. save everybody? Okay, And you gotcha. did rescue some, but he sees it as a total failure. When really it was the engineer's fault for not calculating everything properly to understand when the star was going to go. More than that. <gasps> that's a really strange name. My boyfriend is a strange name. He said, who are you? And she said, my boyfriend. Has somebody lost my boyfriend? She's here. Do you call? When do you call security? Right? Ten minutes ago. And if security aren't already there, then fire them. An obsessed fan. You know what he's thinking right now? He's like, I don't have any juice left in me, babe. I can't. I can't do what you think <laughs> I, I can do. I can't do it. I'm all shriveled. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. Or if I if I do, it's the last thing I ever do. Right. <laughs> is this? He's thinking. Is this how I want to die? <laughs> is this worth it? <laughs> totally worth it. Could they give the man a more comfortable chair? Did you see that chair? Yeah, but he's. Old isn't as old as you think. No. Like, 90 in the future is young. Like, he's probably, like, the equivalent of 60. Oh, oh, what if it's a transporter issue? Oh, I would love that. That would be so good. Where somehow everyone's, like, DNA and personalities has been stored in a hard drive somewhere. It. You're not wrong. That That is transported. The first time you transport, you're dead. That version of you died. Uh, yeah. It's a murder box. Why would she leave her necklace on the table? That's dumb. Because it's profound. Yeah, right. Okay, what? My, something my dad gave me. I'll just leave it out in the open overnight. I'll give all the sins back if she's in the bed. 
<laughs> oh my god! No, I no, triple not like them. that. Triple Just like them. wake up in the morning. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. How did you sleep? Whoa! <laughs> Way to give the man a heart attack. So, did you see the painting that was on the wall? Mm-hmm. It was the one that it was in his dream. Yeah. So I assume he's going to see either like the person who actually painted it, or maybe he did and doesn't remember it. Now this is a Trekkie's wet dream. Okay. It's just like all of the memorabilia. Yeah, this is his storage cabin. Oh, okay, okay. It's a storage container for all of his stuff. So many red flags. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can hear conversations so far away. I've murdered people. I see blood everywhere. Come hang out with me. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? You hear those voices? Opening up your abdomen to check for wires. (laughs) I mean, that's what Data would do, just... Tap your head a bit and let one of the panels pop open. Check your fingernail, okay? Yeah, that's it. Peel the fingernail up. The most uncomfortable thing ever to happen on TV. (laughs) Just... Uh, Beep, beep, beep. It's gross. It's gross. It's gross. Do something cooler. We've seen you do cool things. Do something even cooler. That'll work. (laughs) Flying through the air will work. We accept that. Man, I would say like the police in this area in general aren't great. You would think that there would be like alarm bells going off with weapons fire of some kind. Is this a dream? Is it reality? Stay tuned after this commercial break. Okay, pause. Okay. Did you have Bruce Maddox mentioned? Mm-hmm. Is that important? So Bruce in season one tried to take data to pieces to understand how he was made to build oh. more. And I remember then... that happening, but I didn't remember the name. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. There's no way you would. Um, It's a weird callback. Yeah, and they had a big legal battle about whether data should be able to choose to be taken to bits or not, and he won. So Maddox is still doing research and still trying to build androids 30 years and has data and bits now so ultimately he wins that wasn't data that's his brother that's his brother b4 so right right, right. okay okay okay. he has an evil brother law oh okay 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 b4 is a second brother that was found in the same film where data is i see so our data is gone and the one that's in the box here is a rep is the the same he was a prototype so he wasn't yeah he's not smart enough so they turned him on and he was a bit simple he's like they're like would you like some tea and he brings you like something like steak he brings you a chair like it was literally that was before um (laughs) he he is adorable like that's it's worth watching how convenient that there is more than one since ours has died well, and she's also like, yeah, they're made in pairs. What, this thing that you said couldn't be made is made in yeah, pairs? right, right. You can tell he's a bad guy because... Wait, what? He's got bad guy music and he's in bad guy clothes and he's on a bad guy place. Just in case anyone at home was confused about that. <laughs> so, we end the episode zooming out of a window type thing. And we started the, win- you know, by zooming into the window type thing. But what window are we zooming out of? The bad window. The Borg window. A Borg Romulan window. It's very square looking. It's very green too. But I think the Romulans are pretty green, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on, show me the Borg. <laughs> so that is a bunch of Romulans in a broken Borg ship. Fuck. With Borg tech. Fuck. Yeah. Is there anything Boom. in the end credits? No, we don't do nope. that noise. This isn't okay. the Marvel show. 